You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. I mean, when I started watching porn, you wouldn't see a vagina or a penis. You just saw like this soft type of thing. And anal wasn't even the thing. Then it changed into like anal everything. So I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Porn has definitely changed since I've been watching it. I think I've heard my mom talk about her sex life to me like three times. As far as I know, they've had sex four times and it resulted in four children. My parents are openly talking about it all the time. It's disgusting. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. My mother is a sex expert, a cougar, the world's oldest living millennial. And my son is a stand-up comic, a mime, and a Buddhist clown. And we chat about sex twice a week, once on Mondays, once where we talk about your questions and comments, and once on Thursdays with incredible guests like today. I'm very excited about today. We just had a phenomenal chat that you're about to hear with Erica Lust and her husband, Pablo Dobner. Now, these two have created some of the best indie adult cinema I've seen to date. Well, it's all female-based, which I love. So what this means is, Basically, they're making feminist porn and they're revolutionizing the industry. And it's going to help couples because a lot of times you just can't get in the mood. You watch a few minutes of Erica Lust movies and you're in the mood. You're definitely in the mood. They're, they're creating this whole series called X Confessions. I love that. You, I know you love this because you, you, couldn't, you, you want to be part of this. I did. I told her as she was leaving, by the way, I've got a lot of confessions I've got a lot of confessions. I can add to your repertoire. Basically, she takes fantasies that people send to her anonymously and she makes them into freaking porno. But not just any porno, like really high quality, beautiful, exciting, sexy, and hot, feminist. This is her feminist. whole thing. The thought that, you know, porn is usually made by men for men, uh, by sleazy men. Well, she didn't say it that way, but yeah. That's kind of what she was saying. How, like, not not really in tune with what the woman's desires are. It's all about... Oh, there's there's very little emphasis on uh, female pleasure. Right. But hers. Now, there's a different story. But we're not going to tell you anything else because... Because we don't have time. Because we did a long interview and we want to make this short. Exactly. (laughs) But but quickly, why do we talk about sex, Mother? We want to break down the barriers of what people talk about. And that's about it. We want to shake things up. We want to open up those those hearts and minds. Oh, that's sweet. That's so sweet. And with that, we... Wait, we I just want to say we we did a Patreon bonus episode with these two. Which so is also phenomenal. And if, Patreon is a way you can support us. We really t- we talk about the future of porn. We talk about why, why do people like taboo in porn. There's a lot of good content there that you can only get if you're a member of P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. And if you'd like to support us uh, financially there, that'd be phenomenal. If you want to support us just with your words, it costs nothing, please leave us a rating and review on iTunes and subscribe. Yeah, subscribing is very important so you don't miss stuff like we are going live sometimes. So you'd have to subscribe on the CastBox app. And you can also subscribe on iTunes. I don't know if people can understand what that means with my accent, but Cast, C-A-S-T, Box, B-O-X, is an app where you can listen to uh, podcasts and you can actually participate in our discussions on our Monday morning after show. And we got really good responses from that. And yeah. You know, and we're going to keep doing it because people love it. And if, it, we love taking your calls and seeing what, you know, right. what you have to say. 
But you also, if you want to check out what the last one was like, go to Instagram. We have an Instagram TV and there you'll see the whole episode. Well, it's actually, no, that's a lie. Mom. It's not the whole episode. It's the, we are only allowed to put, I think, 15 minutes up. But you'll get the, you'll get the idea. Can I read a quick review? Please. This one says, I'm hooked. Five stars by Damara Apple. This is an iTunes review. Thank you very much, Damara, for putting this up there. Absolutely hilarious. Since finding this podcast, I've listened every day, all day at work. It has me laughing out loud. Their dynamic is too funny. The guests they bring on the show are really great as well. Sex doesn't need to be taboo. Oh, Damara. Sex doesn't need to be taboo is fucking right on. I think that's another one. I'm going to write that down in my t-shirts to be. Oh, my God. You have so many of these t-shirts to be. All right. Let's let them have it, mother. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and Erica Lust movies. Oh, that's going to be a good episode, people. Enjoy. Erica Lust, Pablo Dobner, welcome to the show. Yeah, welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. It's a very fun thing when you have to text your mother in advance of the interview and saying, hey, to prep, make sure to watch some of Erica Lust porn. (laughs) We should watch this separately. <laughs> I get the I get this message last night. I'm like, okay, Cam, of course we're gonna watch it separately. <laughs> what kind of statement is that? I don't know if that's something you've ever encountered on another interview show, but it, I haven't done any shows with sons and mothers. Yeah, because that's so we're the it, only one. This so you're is very definitely lucky. the first time. But, but breaking your sons and mothers uh, podcast virginity. Yeah, so but but not sons and mother, but it's meant to be watched by couples. Um, at least we have a lot of couples that are that are enjoying it together, which is not something you can do with regular porn. Oh yeah, okay. That is my question. Go. That was your question too? We'll go for it. My, that was it, literally my number one question. Is because I do like watching porn with my partner, and it, are there any negatives to it? Uh, if there are any negatives, I don't know. What I mostly receive from people are these emails by men, you know, saying, hey, Erica, thank you so much because I tried to watch porn with my partner before and she never really liked what I put on. And yesterday I show your movies and we had like the best night ever. You yeah, know? Oh, wow. exactly. So that, that kind of emails I that's love what I to that's, receive. That's what I would think most people would say if they would just go over the hurdle of saying, that we, I think people in general are concerned like, oh, well, if I watch this porn with my wife or girlfriend or whatever, that we'll get addicted to it. And that's the only way we'll be able to have sex. Yeah, uh, I mean, I <laughs> I kind of, I think many, many women have been introduced to porn by their boyfriends. And I think many women have had that feeling that, are we going to watch this? Because this is what he wants mm-hmm. me to do. You know? Oh, wow. I never thought about uh, that. Way. You never thought about that? Well, I've heard, I've had that happen to me. Yeah. I've had uh, a guy say to me stuff like, you know, oh, I want to give you a pearl necklace. I'm like, what the hell is that? And I looked it up. I'm like, no, thank you. I don't need you <laughs> coming all over my neck. What, what is that all about? <laughs> what kind of guys are you with? <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's irrelevant. The point is that they got that obviously from porn because they think that women like that, mm. which 
I think you've talked about in some of your... Yeah, and what is very, very sad with so much of the porn that's out there on the internet today is that, you know, the kind of sex that it's showing, it's many times it feels like it's more about punish fucking women than yeah. about, you mm. know, really having a good sexual encounter together with someone. It feels like porn has become more about smashing and banging and destroying and it's all these very aggressive and violent feelings mm-hmm. to it so, well and it, it's disturbing it's very disturbing i think and right. especially as so many young people actually right. they are you know they are looking at porn because they want to figure out who they are what they like uh, what is there to sex you know and then they get this served to them and they have a feeling that that's what sex is but it's not you think it is it's not it's not like uh, two guys you know sticking a baseball bat up some girl's vagina and and having her say oh give me more Uh, why is this your go-to i don't know (laughs) she mentions this all the time because it's so ludicrous well because i'm thinking to myself that is what you know young seventh grade kids think that that's that sex could be well porn i've never seen that but Porn is, is supposed to be at certain hours, one third of all internet traffic in certain countries. Bonkers. And, yeah, yeah. One and, third. And, and it's today's sex education for good and for bad. And we were talking before um, started recording that, uh, starting to record that it's, um, it's a pity because it's, it's not the best teacher. It's no, not... and it was never meant to be that Entertainment. Way. It just happened because of the lack of sex education. Right. Bingo, as Cam would say. So who who is watching your videos? Who's watching my videos? Uh, well, you know, people all over the world, all kind of different ages. But I think especially people who who have more of uh, people who really enjoy cinema, people who enjoy mm. to see more of an argument. They want something more than just sex on a sofa. You know, mm-hmm. they want to understand who are these people? Why are they into each other? Uh, what is, you know, happening? People who enjoy quality image. Mm-hmm. Because Not just the pizza boy walking in and going, ah, you exactly. owe me this tip. Or the baseball bot. Yeah. Or the baseball, or the baseball bat. bat. Oh my god! Yeah, the baseball yeah. bat. I think and the reason I brought that up is because I think I actually saw that one time, and that's what gave me the, the idea. Of, uh, who would want to see this? Yeah, I think I saw it. I mean, some people like that, but so how do you deal with people? How do you, how do you deal? Do you cater towards people with more fetishes? Or is it mainly... Well, uh, I make so many different kind of films. Uh, so we kind of cater to all different uh, tastes that may be out there, you know. Are you a I, writer I, of that? Or what part are you involved to, to with? Most, to most of it. But I've, I've been working... The last six years, I've been working on a project called Ex-Confessions. It's a, a site called exconfessions.com. And it's based on, you know, people's fantasies. So... The, the whole idea is people, anonymous people all around the world are sending in their sex stories, their mm-hmm. fantasies or I things they've done or want to do. I love this. Yes, you could send in yours. I will totally. <laughs> maybe, not, totally. maybe not the baseball one, though. Yeah, but yeah. No, that's you not know. my fantasy. <laughs> that is yeah, so not my it. fantasy. But I mean, that turned me on like um, Forbidden Flowers and uh, My Secret Garden. Do you know those books? I, of course, have oh, several she copies to have it in right arms here. Nan- reach. Nancy Friday's books. Yeah. They, this was what I grew up on. You could tell by how worn out this book is. Wow. I, I don't recommend touching that thing. <laughs> well, it that, was read many but times. It, it's all women's fantasies. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah, and, yeah. and they, she groups them by like you know different categories and 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 it's really like what to me is much more of a turn on than watching someone just get banged you know with a yeah. baseball bat and this is this is what i also feel you know i always was very interested in 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 listening to all these stories that people had about sex and i mm-hmm. felt that in in what we normally call mainstream porn, you know, what we saw was so repetitive uh, storylines and these stereotypes all the time. And I felt that my stories or my friends' stories or, you know, they were so different. So mm. I wanted to kind of gather all of this. And then I, I started to make films out of them. That's how this project came to life, you know? Yeah. Well, what's interesting about your story from from what I've read and, and seen... Y- you didn't come from like a very highly sexual background and you you were studying political science right i did study political science uh cam studied public policy maybe this is this is a thing to do yeah maybe i should go into (laughs) porn although your whole thing is like you should get more women into porn i felt that that really that audiovisual is a wonderful way of getting your ideas out there in the world. And especially if you have ideas that are different from the mainstream and you want to change something. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I ended up doing what I'm I'm doing, you know. Uh, I was born in Sweden. I was uh, a kind of uh, liberated young Swedish woman, you know. And Can you explain why is Sweden so much more liberated than like the United States? Well, I think it has a lot to do with sex education, with our upbringing, how, you know, most parents and schools are not so afraid of talking about sex with us. You mm-hmm. know, it's something that we incorporate in a very natural way. Uh, and it doesn't never get so kind of scary and shameful and... Um, so so I'm trying to imagine what this looks yeah. like. So does someone teach you about sex in well, schools or how is it presented? We talk about it from the beginning of school until the end of school. You know, <laughs> it starts when we enter and it's an ongoing conversation. It's not just like one class, one oh, you're wow. talking when we're in talking kindergarten, about like in the first yes, grade. Yes, you're, you're we're starting to, to mention, you know, our body parts with the correct names, talking about the, the correct function. Of, of our bodies uh, it's so and, not the united states and, by the way yeah i know here it's a pity that it's still something that is so difficult mm-hmm. to 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 really to to talk about you yeah know? that's why people freak out about us they're like how could you talk about that in front of your son or your how can you talk about that in front of your mother but they, and we're adults i mean i can't imagine that in sweden they're doing that when they're in you know Early, I mean, early does it years. get that raunchy with with kids at that point? No, it's not. It's it's, it's not that people are showing porn to kids. You right. know, that's not what we are talking <laughs> Why about. Why do you say here? raunchy? Because, because well, I I'm feel sometimes. Like, well, I mean, our show is raunchy. Like we t- we talk no, but, about but pegging and anal and all this all right, shit. All right, Cam, that's not the, the whole thing. <laughs> I mean, thing what about. you're not teaching kindergarten. I mean, that's about not that. where you start. Yeah, well, obviously. <laughs> by the way, yeah. but, but, but I think it, it has grade. to do. It has to do with accepting our bodies from the beginning. For example, I mean, so there's so many parents that when their their young children are starting to touch themselves you know to to touching their penises their vaginas their they're vulvas, masturbating etc they're masturbating exactly and then the parents go and the first thing they say is don't do that yeah like with a really angry voice so what 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 do the, the children think they think that that is something embarrassing. ugly embarrassing yeah. shameful that mm-hmm. they should never ever do because they feel that reaction so in some way it's becoming almost kind of slut shamed from a very 
very early age, totally. you know? Yeah. And, and in Sweden, well, it's not like this. No, it's not like that. Instead, we are trying, I mean, for sex positive parents, because I'm not going to say that everybody's a sex positive parent, mm-hmm. but the, the, there's a huge part of the population that are, you know, living by those uh, values. And what they are trying to do instead is maybe if you have a kid touching herself or himself, you know, in the living room, in the sofa, maybe they say, this is not the best place to do it. Mm-hmm. It's a better thing is to, you know, to to touch yourself in your own room, in your own bed, with your privacy. Don't do it in front of grandma, kind of, you mm-hmm. know? And also, being not Swedish, what, what struck me when Erika told me about her, how sex education works there, is that it doesn't start when they are teenagers, because what we tend to do in the rest of the Western world, which is a mistake, because they are already embarrassed of you know, the, the sex conversation. So they start before. Therefore, when they reach 13 years old, 14, they have already been talking about sex they already and have for, the for language. a while. Um, and then the other thing that Erika told me that I liked a lot is that they uh, separate sometimes the groups between boys and girls to avoid... Uh, to, to create more freedom and a safe space for the girls to talk ah. with, with a woman and the boys to talk with a guy and not and to avoid that thing in class, you know, where everything is giggles and mm-hmm. and, 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 uh, and and shame. Maybe you don't want to, you know, to ask those questions you in have. In front of the boys. Or, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, you like one of the right. boys and you don't want him to know that you were asking this question, for example. So what we had a lot was sexologists coming to our school. So it oh wasn't, it wasn't the biology teacher you know right like or gym standing teacher. there yeah. that's gonna give or the gym, exactly. always the gym teacher i don't uh, know why and the gym teachers to me gym. are like the, the worst examples because they always seem to like have no clue what's going on <laughs> other than basketball you know basketball references or something i had a health teacher i sw- this was the dumbest teacher i ever had in my entire education and she was the one that was teaching us it's and i was like scary. oh this is not a good person to you know teach and, me then, about my and, and then organs. I think what happens so much in many schools is that it gets very like um, they are trying almost to scare the kids. You know, oh, yeah. they talk so much about pre- prevention and about yeah. accidents and what can happen and oh, about totally. uh, STDs, ETS, and you know all all these kind of of, of things. Uh, and instead, what we talked a lot about was the emotions, mm-hmm. was the like emotional part of sex. You yeah. know, what it feels like. How what do you feel in your stomach when you you are looking at someone that you are attracted to what yeah. is that you know i think that's a great question yeah. Yeah. that's probably what you're showing in porn that's what i kind of want to show yeah. you know because for me i always said that i'm not so interested in just showing people having sex i want to understand them i want to you know kind of tell what they are feeling mm-hmm. that's what i want to com- communicate to my audience yeah you chose an interesting path if because if your goal is to educate people you could have just become a sexologist and and gone into schools and did all this or made videos related, you know, they were very education focused. You could put it in, in a DVD player and call it a day. This is a very different approach. Yeah, but my goal is not only, I mean, my, my goal is not really to educate people my goal is more to give people an experience an exciting right? experience. an exciting experience mm. that's 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 what i'm working it's with actually but to then help very it's sex it's going to help your sex life yeah but i'm very i'm very aware that with these films mm-hmm. there's an educational aspect to them yeah so i want to be a responsible person right. regarding that so i want to to you know to show people a variety 
mm-hmm. of sexuality, a diversity. I want to show people that as human beings, that there's many, many different ways of having sex. Mm-hmm. It's not only, you know, the kind of penetrative sex yeah. that counts. I love that. Yeah. Do you have, when you start filming a show or a, a movie, do you have something in your mind that you remind yourself like, uh, for example, with, why are you pointing at me? Because I'm thinking about our, <laughs> I'm thinking about our what we what we say before you know choosing a guest. We have like a or like sometimes when, I, so sometimes we'll be like, is this person going to be like extremely insightful or extremely comedic? You know, somewhere they have to be in. Th- those are the two those sides the, of the yeah. Uh, we have to have one of those or both in order to <laughs> have you guys on our podcast. Right. Uh, so, so do people so, want to keep listening. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. They don't want to bore people. Exactly. Yeah. So do you? Th- so is there something in your mind when you go into these things? Like, but there's many things in my mind when <laughs> when I when it, you know no, no but when I choose a, a project when I choose an idea. Because mm-hmm. I, I base, for these ex-confessions films, I base them on people's fantasies and ideas. So then how do I pick them? Well, I pick what I kind of, what I like, what turns me on, what I feel like, oh, this could be an amazing film. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's because it's a very interesting location or in a very interesting feeling or emotion or I see characters. Oh, or I, you, Have you seen clowns? <laughs> clowns. I yeah. haven't done clowns. Or mimes. Uh, Cam, no. Cam, 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 Cam is very into clowns and mimes. Okay. In a erotic okay. way. Not necessarily in an erotic not way. Not necessarily. And, and definitely not in not personally for an erotic way. But. but but I mean sexuality is so wide. There are people getting turned on by probably by clowns. Yes. Of, of, of things, of course. I've been waiting to find those people. <laughs> that would be but, very but helpful also, for my sex that's life. That's also what's so great with the internet that it gives us yeah. a possibility of finding things yes. that you know you wouldn't probably have found in just a small store and that has been that has been one of the positive things of the explosion of porn porn is one click away mm-hmm. for the good and for the bad and at some extent being as we are critics sometimes with some of the aspects of mainstream porn it has been very good for example for uh, lgbtq folks uh, seeing oh my god people is having sex and they are two guys or they're two girls so it has helped a lot of people in a positive way in the last decade or so and to see that what they fancy and what they like is Mm -hmm. also liked by other people and that they are not so different and so strange they're not freaks right they are not freaks exactly and i think that is a wonderful aspect do you think it changes though from like if you start like one of my friends said he was into heterosexual porn and then he found transgender porn and now he only likes to have sex with transgender people because of the porn it it brought him to that point do you think it changes what uh stimulates people by do they get in other words do they get numb to it at a certain point and want to go something a little more you know I mean, I, I I think it can go both ways. I do think that you can obviously get addicted to it. We know that there's porn addiction mm-hmm. out there. So mm-hmm. that is one of the aspects. But I also think that it can help you and open up your mind and make you, you know, uh, find something that you didn't know that you were into. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But, like but this I, guy. I, so it can inspire you or it can be complicated. I would say that that it's it's weird to be afraid of that. It's it's like saying that a person would 
you know, be exposed to a vegetarian diet and then change his diet to vegetarian. And therefore, that was that magazine or that article or that show he saw. It's probably that he wants to eat vegetarian if he's right, vegetarian. Right, the same with what I just told you about the experience that my friend had. Yeah, probably your it friend made it, is It made it uh, uh, okay. Yeah. You know, acceptable to the, the things that maybe he was imagine, imagining. And then he now he only goes that way. And it's like all consumption that we are doing, you know. Are we doing it in a healthy way? and mm -hmm. or, or, or is it getting too much, you know. That's that's what we have to kind of figure out, all of us, when it comes to, you know, all. Right. Should you have, uh, bring another person into your sex uh, it, once you open that Pandora's box? I mean, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Yeah. So, so I think we're talking about a couple different things. A lot things. of different things. Yeah. So like one and one and the one side of things we're talking about, like does porn actually advance the type of stuff that you're into to a point that could be detrimental? And on the other side, it's is addiction and like, is, is there too much consumption going on at a certain point and how do you regulate that? So for the second question, do, is there anything on your end that you guys do To, when you consider creating things like the length of a film or can you regulate how many hours are spent on your site or something like that? Um, no, uh, technically not. But, but our content, which is, um, which is a small corner of the adult industry, is not probably the one that creates addiction because it's under a paywall. Mm -hmm. The addiction has been racing in the last decade because of the oh, online the porn tubes, tubes mm -hmm. stuff. which yeah. is not... It's not free porn. It's stolen porn, basically. Those mm. are it's a it's a weird business. I, I yeah. think it's important But, to talk a little about it and to make people understand how the porn panorama, how the porn industry kind of developed. Because let's, I think let's start lots with the, my favorite knowing that the casting couch. This is I, the casting couch. <laughs> I know. I'm, not, I'm just getting on the now on our casting couch. Oh God. It, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that for some reason turns me on. Can you explain why that does? And then can you explain <laughs> why it's free? It's not free, stolen. It's, it's stolen. Yeah, we, we, we go there again. It's not completely free. That's important to understand. It's actually porn that has been stolen from content uh, providers and it's been uploaded to the internet and then people are watching it like it's free, of course. Uh, what has happened is that around 12, 10 years ago, uh, a company got created called MindGeek. They're based in Montreal, Canada. And they little by little started to take over all the, the, the a big part of the porn industry actually by creating a, tu a tube a free tube by creating not only one tube site online for porn but many of them so many of the names that you probably know that would sound familiar to you like, like Pornhub like yeah. Pornhub you porn. porn Red Tube X videos X videos X hamster etc all et these people are, belong to MindGeek yeah yeah no oh. way yeah. this uh It's like monopoly big out there What? and we are not aware about this and they're making money because they're showing ads on the side like grow your they penis are, really big exactly they are selling advertisement that's how the business works and the kind of advertisement that they are selling is normally kind of shady advertisement mm -hmm. you know yeah, they they have they, the worst graphics yes. every time i see that, they like, also oh, earn money because this? they have bought Uh, adult production companies and and they also produce the porn they show in their sites and in other pay sites but you see guys it's like big pharma or big food 
those conglomerates of companies, sometimes they're not that worried about, you know, big pharma is not that worried sometimes about uh, human health and big food. Sometimes it's not their main worry, human nutrition. Big porn is not particularly worried in human sexuality. They're not out showing... there to like, we're going to show the best diversity of Oh, no way. They want to sexual... make money. Yeah. Exactly. That's it. They yeah. want to make money. They want to concentrate power. That's and what traffic. they are all yeah. about. So, and I think that we as consumers, we need to be aware of this. We need to start thinking about our porn consumption, you know, the same way as we, many of us have started when we go to the supermarket. We have started to think like, so those eggs that I'm buying, are they coming from, you know, this kind of uh, factory yeah. or mm -hmm. rage free? Right? So are you saying it's because the type of content or because it's stolen, it's important to... Now it's a mix of stolen and, 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 and agreed with production companies, but the model that, that is prevailing, which is free porn, has been damaging the industry very badly. And that means more poor conditions for performers mm. and for professional people around around in the industry mm. basically people and have to work a lot more to get you know the same right. kind of money it's a it's a model that is it's uh it's good for them but not for the for the adult industry yeah and, and so do you are you guys do you find that your videos have been stolen and put up of all? course and how do you respond to that <laughs> all when, the time every day holy it's somewhat, shit. because well, all these users out there are putting them up on their accounts. Mm -hmm. So how, how do you combat that? Well, basically their policy is uh, it's if you see stolen content on my side, come and tell me and we will take it away. So it's like we... You oh, know, we're not responsible. Yeah, we're not responsible. Someone, someone else did this. Someone exactly, uploaded it. Exactly, oh. uh, That's how it so works. So it's, it's, it's a weird relationship that all adult production companies have now with the, with the tubes that are mainly belonging to to one only company that is nuts you can't yeah. sue them no no oh. no it's uh, because because uh, politicians are not very and judges not very keen on regulating around porn it's like a dirty part of our society they don't want to you know get their nobody wants to talk with. about it here we get back to you know, the whole idea right. of the stigma that's right. out there but, around sex and around porn but they'll ban our YouTube video because apparently it had spam on it. Because we were talking about Nina Hartley. I was talking about a real right incident that had happened with a, a porn star. And they banned that video and said, if we do any more of those, they're going to you know, start giving us more and more restrictions. But this is a private company. This is Google. This saying, is YouTube. You know, yeah. Yeah. This so, is big, big data. Yeah, because yeah, big yeah. data is not so different from, you know, the other, the big fashion right. and the big pharma and the big food and the big porn, you know. We are all talking I've about this. I've never heard of big porn. This is amazing. Uh -huh. Yeah. So do you guys do so anything? So we are small porn. porn over yeah. here. Yeah, we are small, independent, organic, traceable. Why is anyone paying? Like, how do you get people to pay for this? Oh, because people are because of the ready. quality. Because they yeah. love it. Because of the I quality. Saw some, I, mean, could, I saw the quality. That I mean, the quality is fantastic. But if they it's, could see it on, but uh, it's not the same because it's it's never the no, same. No, not our content. Also, have in mind that it's it's not that much on the tubes. It's out there, but it's not that much because the tubes just won't punish wow. fucking sex. Volume, yeah. So oh, our wow. thing is, uh, you, if you want to watch it, you have to come to us. I even heard once that find. it was too much of a story there. 
We are so blessed to be able to talk with pioneers. And we're even more blessed to be sponsored by some. And that would be Care Of. Care Of is a subscription service that delivers vitamins and supplements customized for your specific health needs. And let me tell you, this became extremely helpful for me when I was moving and I didn't have like tons of tubs of vitamins to move with me. I just had these packs of vitamins that were individually wrapped for my daily need. And how do we get these individually wrapped vitamins? I will tell you. Yeah. Because I've done this and I love this. What is it? You fill out an online quiz. It takes about five minutes. I'm going to ask you all these personal questions about, you know, your health and wellness, how you sleep, et cetera. And then they customize your little packet based on the quiz. You know what I also like about my packets? I am a vegetarian and they offer vegan and vegetarian supplement options to match your dietary needs. Well, isn't that awesome? And they make sure that you get the nutrients you need. I love this. It's summertime. We got to be taking care of our bodies. We got to be making a healthy choice. Care of makes it easy to upgrade your health routine. If you want 25% off your Which is first, a huge deal. 25% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter promo code MOM. Takecareof.com, enter promo code MOM. So that's what I want to talk to you. Why am I so into casting couch? let's discuss that yeah and i was talking to a friend last night and he was like oh it's interesting that they make like this artisanal porn because what i like is just like amateur people posting their own videos right so what but you know also that many of those videos are not really amateur people it's actually that's what i'm saying and and in her situation i'm sure the casting couch is complete bs Yeah. yeah i know it is but for some reason that attracts me more than just some of the not yours but the slicker porn that has been out for decades yeah I mean, when I started watching porn, it wasn't, they didn't even show like any kind of, I, I didn't even remember seeing anything besides, you don't, wouldn't see a vagina or a penis. You just saw like this soft yeah. type of thing. Yeah. Then it got more and more. And then it, and, and then, and anal wasn't even the thing. Then it changed into like anal everything. So I don't know. <laughs> Porn has definitely changed since I've been watching it. Yeah, but it it's also has to do a lot now with with uh, the organization of these sites. They are trying to fetishize every possible aspect of yeah. human beings, mm-hmm. you know. So we are getting divided into all these groups. And you can, you know, surf uh, with different categories. If you're sure. into Asians or Latins right. or Ebony um, or if or it's, milf, you know, big girls John. or MILFs or cougars. Or, or casting teams, couch, or, or casting know, couch, which is what I search for. Couch, yeah. But it's interesting yeah. though because I think, like when I used to watch it with my husband, he always wanted us like we don't need to, you know. He would skip over like the first five or ten minutes when they're showing like the pizza delivery guy, and then he'd go right to right to the uh, sex. to sex. Yeah. Me, I'm like, wait a second, I want to see the what happens with the fireman. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's but it's, even then, it was still kind of silly. But you know, I wanted that plot because it, that's what turned me on, probably equally. That maybe more. But that's how women and men are different. Right. And so I since Erica, you're a, a woman, writer, director, creative person, is that what you're thinking in your mind? I'd like to get a plaque mm. going here for the women. For, for me, for me, it, it all kind of started because I was watching porn and I couldn't really find any porn that I was into. So you didn't I watch w- a casting couch? <laughs> it wasn't my favorite category, you know. <laughs> so I, I kind of started accidentally you know because i wanted to see if i could make a movie that was different that had to do with my values and how i felt about it 
and then uh, I put this this little film online and it received millions of downloads in just a few weeks uh, it, this was back in 2004 2005 you put so it on my on YouTube no on my blog I had a little blog oh, called wow. ericalast.com you know and this I put is it before YouTube this, I guess yeah this is before YouTube, yeah. <laughs> there oh was God, life before. You know? There was porn before YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness! And this this little film somehow uh, it kind of got viral, you know. And people started to write to me, and they were, "Hey, Eric, I loved your film. When are you gonna make more? Please make more, you know." And then they started to share stories with me. So I saw kind of the opportunity somehow of you know um, of space on the market, uh-huh. the, of something that was different. See, I had this idea with my boyfriend. Because, uh, I, I mean, people love to make their own porn of themselves. Mm-hmm. But you never know where that's going to end up. So I had this idea of starting this company where people like you guys would come in and actually direct and amateur people doing their own and just for themselves. Mm-hmm. That's along the... So you got you want to do a little business yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, I have actually shot some movies with some people that are not uh, professional performers. Uh, that have contacted me and that wanted to be in a movie. Uh, so I have a little experience of some of wow. those films. Yeah, because if you if you go to X Confessions, you will realize that the films are so different. Some of them are more narrative, some are more conceptual, some of them are more kind of documentary style mm-hmm. even, you know, where you get to know the people and realize who they are and and their story and then you get to watch them. I saw one on your website that was a pregnant woman having mm-hmm, sex. Mm-hmm. I was amazed. I had yep. never seen that before. What made you choose to do that? Well, because I think it's important to show that when you're pregnant, you you know you 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 want to have sex. Thank in, you. Bingo. In, in, in a normal way, you know, because it's either it's people think that pregnant women are very delicate flowers and that you can't touch them, and even there's lots of people probably out there listening at this moment thinking Going, that oh my God. Oh, it's dangerous to have sex when you're pregnant. No, it's not for most people. If it's if it's not your doctor that told you that it is, you know. But it's not. Pregnant women have a sexuality. And I felt that it was very important to show that. Mm-hmm. So uh, that piece, for example, is one of my, my kind of sex docs that mm-hmm. I've made. And it's a pregnant couple. They are together. They're a real couple. And uh, they are, you know, showing how they like to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... So it's not kind of educational, you know? The idea is not like to show how you should do it. It's just an example of this couple and how they are living their sexuality. I think it's a very valuable piece of information because a lot of people don't know and they're like, I'm going to hurt the baby. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's so silly. Yeah. Do, do you, so are mostly women going to your side? Uh, actually, uh, we have around 60% of men, 40% of women when we kind of look at our statistics. Mm-hmm. Then I do see a huge following of women on social media. Ah, so uh, who support There are more cause. women on, yeah. on social media than men. Uh, but I heard a few times from women saying that they still feel the stigma of kind of buying a subscription that has to do with porn. You know, mm. they have this feeling that, that they... They come online, on, online, they look at my, my social media accounts, they follow, you know, my blog, mm-hmm. uh, they even watch the trailers, but sometimes, you know, they are not ready to actually yeah. go in and watch it. So I was watching your TEDx video and I love the idea that you were like, I, you had this eureka moment 
uh, where you're reading this book and you say, oh my gosh, I, I, this is actually, porn is a discourse mm -hmm. about sexuality and gender. Mm -hmm. And it, how we interact with each other, you know, and masculinity and femininity. Totally. And, and it is, porn is more than just porn, you know, yeah. and porn has become this highly influential uh, media yeah really. well people have no trouble understanding that news are more than just news that they're influential that facebook is more than just facebook that it right. is influential than uh, movies and uh, and tv series are influential so it's porn it's yeah. a big it's a big mass media and so many young people i mean they go online they watch porn to try to learn about sex and then they go out in their own lives and they try to reproduce what they have seen online mm -hmm. and if what they have seen online is that kind of shitty porn that's there's tons of that kind of shitty porn you know just showing like how women are uh, pleasing no I, I, I wasn't even going there i was talking about <laughs> all these women working on pleasing men because oh, yeah. that's mostly what we see you know you rarely see the woman getting pleased yeah, i always rarely. fast forward all that shit yeah. <laughs> you're left with very little. Yeah. You're left with yeah. five you, you know, you got a fifteen minute there on the co casting couch, at least twelve minutes of the of the girls giving him head. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. fast forward yeah. you have like Because it's the male formula. Yeah. And that's what yeah. we see because most of the creators who are making porn still today, most of them are men yeah. and not any kind of men, you know, it's like a very specific group of men. Oh, we like, were going to ask you about that. Yeah, it's the men who like, you know, boobs and butts and cars and cigars yeah. and, <laughs> <laughs> and they have this, no, but, but it's that kind of men who yeah. are making porn, you know, there's not have you many bumped into them? creators. Have you met some of them? Yeah. And have you guys had any conversations we didn't really get didn't so so good <laughs> no but I'm, it, i mean for me it's not the kind of men that i'm attracted to it's not the kind of men that i find interesting are you in any of the videos of your of your own sorry are you in any videos are you, have if, you been, if i'm acting in any yes. videos, no i haven't i haven't have you thought about it no, I haven't. I'm 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 much more of an introvert, and I'm not no. really. Yes, I am. I, I'm introvert. Yes, I am. I you am. don't I am. look like an introvert. I know that people tell me sometimes that I don't, but I am. You know, for me, for me, being in front of a camera or even you know talking or doing interviews, it's an effort for me. Oh wow! Uh, it's something that I you know need to. Um, I think you've conquered it. Overcome. In the, yeah, in I need this to episode. overcome it. Somehow. I think you've yeah. overcome it in this episode. Yeah. Of, of sex up with my you. mom. No, but when I, when, I, when I get comfy with people and I get to know people, and, and then, I mean, the message that I'm trying to spread, I think it's so important. So I think it's more important than me, you know? Yeah. What are those values that you try to inst instill in your porn? Well, it's a lot about female sexuality, obviously, that it's important that I want to, I want women to, to feel like the center. I want women to feel like they are in it, not only to satisfy others, but they are actually in it to feel some satisfaction and pleasure themselves. Mm -hmm. They're having fun. They're having fun. They're having yeah. a good time. They're living their stories and their fantasy. They are not only the beautiful object out there. Yeah. No, it's the, about the, them. The Japanese, every time I've seen any Japanese um, porn, it's she's always crying and screaming. She's never happy at all. She's even normal sex. It's not even like she's being hurt. Normal like sex. Rape fantasy. It was, no, she's just, they're always coming across the women, the Japanese women or Asian women as being 
in uncomfortable, completely uncomfortable. Because that's maybe what turned f f male audience on. Right. Mm -hmm. We're also trying to it's instill. A very sad vision. Yeah, we, you were telling about the female pleasure. We're also trying to 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 imprint in in the content uh, consent values. Um, how we communicate diversity. around mm -hmm. sex i think that's very very important i'm trying you know to get my my performers before the sex starts to talk about you know sti testing mm -hmm. condoms to see you know that to have those kind of conversations they are not easy of course but if we see more people having them we're gonna get better at having them ourselves i think yeah Gigi, it's very funny uh, meeting with you because we've we've spoken to a bunch of adult filmmakers before and sometimes they are these like pretty sleazy people sometimes they're uh just like really very uh you know sex focused and sex obsessed people uh you see it's you're in this other category which is more relatable to me at least which is like you seem like a, just a normal person but you're in this wild field you know like yeah. you don't have any like very uh you know edgy perspective on this which is she's which is laughing kinda... she's got the cutest <laughs> little face too she's i mean just imagine yeah. this tiny petite little woman that's beautiful long gorgeous hair and she's <laughs> and she's you would never in a million years think oh this girl produces porn yeah. were you ever <laughs> concerned and, and were you, when, when you were getting into but this that's, but that's because we all have this stereotyped ideas also about who are the people who are doing it you know yeah i always expect you walking with the like the dominatrix boots right. on and, so, right and so that's what we talked to in the past pierced. i'm here with my She's sport shoes yeah. and her gym <laughs> shoes on and her but that but that, that oh. was important porn is made by a very homogeneous group of people whether it's san fernando valley or budapest barcelona or london um and that's uh, imagine if films here in hollywood would be made only by Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jean-Claude Van Damme and Sylvester and, Stallone and, Sylvester. and the gang. And that, those would be the only guys making movies. That's same, what right? happens in porn. Men making porn because it's 99.9% .9 people making porn, producing it, writing it and directing it and making money out of it are guys, men. Mm -hmm. And those men, they are not very they are different, of course, but they are not very different from it, from each other. What porn lacks is diversity. It needs Erika Luz to be here and some other creative guy or girl or transgender person to be to be coming. We need more diversity because porn looks very much alike because pe people doing it are very and much alike. And that's also something that we, we started uh, a few years ago. We started this project with guest directors. So now I am not the only director oh, wow. doing the films for our company any longer. We have directors here in America. We have directors uh, who have made films in Finland, in Brazil, in Australia, in the UK, in, you know, all over. Well, uh, we know Sarah J. We've interviewed her and she's, she's a female and I, I believe that she wants to get more equality for all races. And, and I think her, her stuff is not nearly as, you know, like the typical. And That's I think it's, it's very important to have women participating, really participating in the adult industry, you know, but not only as actresses or a makeup artist now and then, but really in, you know, decision taking roles like directors, producers, distributors. Yeah. I want more women to own 
companies. I want more women to actually earn the money because, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes when we talk about porn, people say, but hey, what are you saying? No, the porn stars, they earn lots of money. Female porn stars earn much more money than the male porn stars. It's not entirely true because who earns the money in the end is the company owners yeah. you know and most of those are guys that's the true and then even when it comes to porn stars you know many women they have a short career okay maybe they, yeah. they earn a little more for the movie that they are making but the guys are working you know more years mm-hmm. how do why do you think men have been primarily the the people that made this uh, or making any business like uh, like yeah, it, yeah. like in the whole world. So is, man, is it is it because no, it's, it's any business, or is it because men are primarily the consumers of that's this? That's what I think. It's it's both probably, but um, but if we go to audiovisual industry, entertainment industry, uh, and porn, it's entertainment. It's mostly men still today. In Hollywood or in sure, Sacramento Valley. Sure, sure. I mean, we are fighting for it right. as women. You know, yeah. we're out there. We are starting to to have these conversations in media. And but it's still a minority. Yeah. It's, we are still a minority. Well, I mean, That's how get, it is. Gra- grasp this, this about the Academy Awards. Uh, yeah. Every year, four, five directors are nominated. Mm-hmm. So in the last eight years we're of the Oscars. We're talking about the Oscars. Yeah. yeah. So in the in the last in the last eighty years, that's that's four hundred nominations. Yeah, uh, four of those nominations uh, are have been for women, I and think one five at five. this point, point. And, uh-huh. one, and one yeah. won an Oscar. Uh, Catherine Bigelow, Bigelow yeah. uh, three or four four or five years oh, ago. Right. That's it. Yeah, that's it. And 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 if you go to porn, is that situation times ten? Yeah, there's yeah. even less women because of the stigma of making porn. It's frightening, frightening more women than men. Men are more like, oh, it doesn't matter. I'm going to get into this business. But women are more afraid and of this. Especially young women who, you know, wants to become filmmakers. They think if I make a porno, you I'm know, done. I'm going to, everybody's going to say, I'm, you're, you're a porn, uh, you're a porn director. You're not, you know, you're not a filmmaker. Yeah. And that's one of the things I'm trying kind of to break. To, to break, you know, I am in here. I am a film director. I make films. My films talk about sex yeah you know that's how i see it well what are your what are there films that influenced you like nine and a half weeks are there (laughs) (laughs) there's certain films like unfaithful i mean certain ones that i will continue to think of as like close to being porn but not well uh there's of course some films out there i i really enjoyed short bus i don't know if you've seen it i'm writing Uh, it down right now yeah yeah Uh, but from those classics in the 90s probably you were influenced by you know nine and a half weeks and, and those classics of course Cam have you seen that of course you haven't seen it that's a hot Kim Basinger she's fantastic Mickey Rourke movie. is a different yeah. person oh, wow. in that film He's, than he is yeah, today he looks completely <laughs> different though uh, no but of, of course I was influenced by those and I, I asked you I, I love reading mm-hmm. so I was also influenced by many of those you know books and novels and romance and all of that and I loved the way when you could identify with a character when you could you know really understand her and who she was and seeing like her desire growing 
through a story so that is something that I'm I'm working on and at this moment I actually just last month I made my first uh, kind of feature film we mm-hmm. could call it because the ex-confessions project it's short films all of them are short films but now uh, we are starting a new a new studio here in the US it's called last cinema lastcinema.com and we are gonna make series and we are gonna make movies kind of feature movies with uh, with a development of characters you know we are avoiding everything that has to do with more cartoonish depictions uh, of characters or avoiding all this you know nanny uh, uh, stepmother, stepmother yeah. etc. We, we, we relatable story. We want to develop like real characters and see their stories coming through in these films. So one of the things that you brought up of why women weren't, would not be in this industry is that there's they would be blackballed. They, they wouldn't be able to get out of this industry. You know, do you feel like you're stuck in this porn world now? Or no, you... I don't. I don't feel stuck at all. I feel like a free bird. I'm doing whatever <laughs> I want to do. Nothing's uh, gonna because it's all your confidence. And I have lots of confidence. I love what I do. And uh, I mean, our company is. <laughs> It's an independent company, really. I mean, we are here today, me and Pablo. We are uh, married. We have two daughters. We are the only owners. We have not. Uh, we are not dependent on you know banks or anything we grew this company little by little in a very organic way and we are already you know we in Barcelona in our office we are 25 people working today and it's basically because uh, because online we found this wonderful audience that's out there and that supports us and that like what we are doing and but also to answer your question yeah, probably Erika doesn't feel uh, you know, um, uh, enclosed in 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 her genre, but sometimes you want to tell the world, "Hey, here is this piece of film, this short film, or whatever that we will submit to a film festival." Uh, that is not different from the next film that has been done, maybe by a guy with a non-pornographic background. Mm-hmm. Same kind of content could go to Cannes Film Festival or Berlinale or let's say I don't know, uh, Rain Dance. Um, but Sundance. Sundance, sorry. Rain Dance is <laughs> Rain another Dance small is festival in London. But yeah, you encounter how society is like, okay, but who's doing this? Uh, yeah, the piece is nice, but who's doing Oh, a pornographer. This is a no-go. Right. That we feel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, we feel the censorship. Of course we do. We got kicked out. We had a wonderful account on Vimeo. Uh, which is, you know, uh, a platform for lots of filmmakers sure. where they are showing their films and their trailers. And and we oh. had a wonderful account. Uh, they sent us an email telling us we were following all the rules. Eh? No all nudity. The rules. No, no nudities, no nipples, no female nipples, you know, no, 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 no. Uh, definitely nothing explicit. And uh, we got this email saying that uh, any way you could feel that in our in content. our films in our content there was some uh, feeling of stimulation of bathing suit area quote unquote oh my god at least you got that much bathing yeah. suit yeah. I'm surprised you even got that much information because when I got from YouTube yeah. it's spam because we mentioned a conversation and we didn't have but you know, this, it just, it just yes. didn't show anything you were no. just talking, talking so it was yeah. your voice that they wanted to ban 
Yeah. Yeah. But YouTube, we we were also, of course, expelled without showing anything, just trailers of beautiful films, non-explicit, no nothing. And and that feels hard. Of course it does. And they won't talk to you. And they won't even talk to you either. No, they won't. And it is pure censorship because it's not even censored because of the content. It's censored because of who I am. Exactly. Right, right, right. Because you see... You have a a strike against you. Exactly. A triple X strike. Yeah, but not only that, because let's take YouTube, if we're free to talk about YouTube here in this conversation. Sure. YouTube has no free. problem. Cut this piece afterwards, uh, yeah. otherwise no, they're going to cut the whole show. Don't worry about <laughs> it. This is not going on YouTube. <laughs> but YouTube, Instagram, they don't have uh, a big problem if the sexual content is raunchy, um, masculine mm-hmm. and and silly, America and silly. That that goes about. well as soon as it comes from you guys, oh, yeah. us, and it's relevant, smart, funny, conversational, uh, educational. Then they start to feel uncomfortable. Yeah, and 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 you see in Instagram. We cannot do certain things, but if you're Dan Blizzarian, who is a guy with th- hundreds of millions of followers, touching boobs and ass, they could do and anything. Part, then it's cool yeah. because it's what we're used part as a of society. the establishment. Right. It's the same wow. kind of yeah. ideas that's out there in this, you know. So it, it is bold what living. you're doing. It's very bold and courageous, I have to say, because. Uh, I mean, I get so sick to my stomach when I get a strike from YouTube. I'm thinking at any moment they can just, you know, yeah, put course. down the they whole can, channel and that's they it. They can. That's the and power they, did they that have to me before. It's a private company. And sometimes right. I think that we are not even realizing that. We're just thinking that these it's are like kind of resources of that we all have. But they are not for everyone. And they can change their policy at any moment. And so, they can take down your content at any moment in your yeah. t- entire channel. So what should we do? We need to get more yeah. women into these I'm, companies. I, I'm there I with you, Erica. No, yeah. right in, here. in their yes. boards. In their boards. In the boards. Yeah. yeah. Tech uh, companies need to be have uh, be more diverse because it's a bunch of guys they write. Guys who are allies. Yeah. So this is I wanted to ask about this. So Pablo, you've been talking a lot about how more women should be doing this. Blah, blah, blah. You're a man. So yeah. wh- how do you feel being involved in this company, are, are you? Do you take an active approach not to be behind the camera, or no, no, no I'm you, not. I, I'm not related at all with the creative process. Right? I, Is it, was that a choice because you're like well, we need to let more no, women? No, no, because Erika studied filmmaker filmmaking and, and and studied that, and she started the company alone. I came in after, mm-hmm. but we're several guys in the company, and uh, but we choose when we recruit, we choose guys that are. A feminist, mm-hmm. which is what we have to do, and basically what men have to change is their approach uh, to to uh, how things are done in society with a feminist uh, mind. Is what Erika has taught me since I met her almost twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, we are in a learning in a learning process. And, all men and listening. I think one of the most important things is that men start listening to women and that they give them a little space because sometimes men tend to occupy all the space that's out there because right. they are more used to it. They are maybe less f- fearless, or mm-hmm. you know, and and as a woman, sometimes it's kind of you need a little more time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if you have those men around you that know that that help you to Mm -hmm. get up on the stage and that, you know, encourage you. That helps a lot. Do you have, like, have you guys both had situations where, like, 
have women been hitting on you, Pablo, and have men been hitting on you because of what you do or on the sets or behind the scenes or Me Too? No, stuff? no, no. No, not 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 really. We are, maybe we are not that hittable. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. But <laughs> <laughs> no, but but one but another thing that is different is yeah. that we as uh, as other producers we're not here uh, in in the in this business for the sex. It's we have a totally different business activism approach that we didn't start this business different from many porn producers uh, that started the business because they wanted to you know have access to the yeah. girls and the performers they want to be around the porn stars right, you know? right, that's, right. that's not us well, do you guys I, ama- I would imagine that you'd still do get turned on when you're filming I mean, well, it's human nature. You, I, no? I, I mean, it. It's not that easy, eh? because when I'm filming, think that that the films I'm making, they are made in a very professional way. We are a film team of around twenty, sometimes even twenty-five people behind the camera. I am in charge of lots of you know technical aspects of what is going on. So sometimes it's actually more kind of work. Then that you sit down and you go like, oh, this is so hot. I'm getting turned on. You <laughs> right, know, it's right. more like you're controlling what is happening in that corner. Yeah. And you are already, you know, on a call for next day to see if, the, if there's a problem with the location. And you want to get in at six o'clock in the morning and right. they say you can't come until seven. So you have like all this information in your head all the time. Imagine but when, you, that, get, when but you get home, then you can say, no, then, maybe then we could try as, that out. No, yeah, yeah. But when I get home normally, I'm so tired. So it's like <laughs> shower and bed. And, you know, because also we shoot when we shoot, we shoot a few days in a row and, you know, it's 12 hours uh, of of work and it's very intensive. So there's not much energy left. What about you, Pablo? (laughs) No, I don't even go to to the sets. That's how nervous I I, I get. He's not not allowed on the sets because he gets, you know, too. No, it's it's too complex. But listen, there's chefs that wouldn't tell you I don't eat what, what I cook. I cannot do it. I've been with these dishes all day long. I, and and this is the same. Yesterday we watched a first cut of one of the main films that is going to be released in Lucy Cinema this fall. Uh, working title, The Intern, the probably intern, a summer yeah. of last. And um, and we were watching the film, and it it gets too technical because Erika has been there. She knows okay the sex scene is there, but she knows all you know the lighting problems that happen, etc. Your will, your I'm own. Concentrating dish, on other things, yeah, you know. It's not that but easy. sometimes, but yes, of course. I mean, sometimes you sit behind because I sit behind a monitor when we shoot, uh, and and there are moments where you go like, oh my god, this is really really hot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Of, of course, because no that's not the best say, part. I would think of doing it is like seeing no, your the creation. Film pa- the film part but, is super cool, and right? And then what I what happens to me that I really really like is when you know uh, months later or even sometimes years later I go to a screening because we we tend to show my films on in big cinemas so I may might go to a screening and then I, I see a film again that I haven't watched for uh-huh. uh, you know a few months or even years and then I go like oh my god God, how beautiful this is. This film I really love. Oh my God, this is fantastic, you know? And that feeling is... Right, sometimes the creative process is very grueling, but then when you see it done, it's like, this was all worth it for that. Yeah, yeah. We unfortunately have to wrap it up. I'm curious, what makes one of those moments that are like especially sexy 
Well, it's especially when the actors really, really connect. For、ah. me, it's like when you can see that the chemistry that's going on is real chemistry.、Mm-hmm. That、so、we've heard that from other porn stars that if they can really connect with the person, and then、yeah. it's not work. Then it's fantastic. But that's what I'm trying to do when I do casting for a movie. For example, I always ask my performers with whom they would like to work、mm. because if I can already, you know, be kind of assured that they are at least working with people that they really like. Like you know,、mm-hmm. their favorite coworkers. Maybe you can use Cam in one of your movies. Oh my god! <laughs> are you, She's are you up for it? She really、uh, is selling me. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 I don't、uh, think I'm up for it. But, <laughs> yeah, it's not easy at all. I have to say that it's it's a difficult profession, eh?、It、Especially takes, for the boys. It、yeah. takes a lot for the men. It takes a lot. You、Oof. have to be very, very not only like a great lover in your real life. That's not good enough. You know, you need to be comfortable in front of the camera. Right. Uh, and what do you do、wild. if a guy can't get hard? Take a break. Do you tell well, him? What would you do? Do you、I、tell mean, him to take not,、uh, the little much, blue pill? There's not much you can do. I mean, I I basically I try to create an ambient that is as positive and as good and as comfy as possible. Then I try to get you know to 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 make sure that the set that、uh, there's not. People just kind of hanging around. That everybody that's in there is there for doing the job,、uh, and then giving them time.、Mm-hmm. And and because Rika's cinema is not about blowjob, missionary, doggy、ah. style, cum shot. I mean, if a guy doesn't have an erection, there's other things he can、then、do. He can do oral、things. sex. Of course. I, I mean, it's we're not. Organized by those rules, and that's、mm. what another of the things that makes you know we are we、different. are we are not that kind of production company. Not paying the performers if they can't、Perform. have an erection or、yeah. if they can't come, because those kind of things are actually happening in the industry. Oh yeah, yeah. and that's why I was asking you if like you make them take Viagra or anything like that, if that's the case. No, I I don't、Some、I don't do I don't ask、own. them to take anything.、Uh, I always inform them when we are gonna. Shoot the sex in case someone wants to, you know, take care of their own business. But that's their、mm-hmm. that's their decision. We we always end with the same question, which is: Have you ever been walked in on a parent having sex, or has a child walked in on you having sex, or have you walked in on a parent having sex? Any of those? Any、things? of the dynamics we just any、said. parent kids、yeah. sex、uh, relationship. I can start. Yeah, start.、Uh, you start. I haven't walked into my parents. But Lara walked into us、uh, lately. Our eleven-year-old.、Oh, She、why? knocked on the door and opened. And opened. And、exactly. did you say, "I'm working"? Why don't I even <laughs> remember this? Maybe you tried to block the memory. I, no, but I, but I, but I don't remember this. No, but when but did she I didn't see any,、uh, like in Barcelona, like one month ago. She knocked and opened. Yeah, but we were under under the sheet. Under the sheet. Of, and did you say,、yeah. "We're working"? Yeah. Where, oh, <laughs> yeah. that's a good one. Yeah, that, that's going to be. And our... it's, it's not the lie. <laughs> yeah, it's not the lie. Do they do they know about your work? Yes. They they are eleven and eight, so they know they they are lucky to have a real rich、uh, sex education because we're an, a liberal family. So they know what sex is and and what entitles, and they know that we make films that are about 
people loving each other and they are naked mm-hmm. but they're in this age that they are not very interested in sex they still uh, kind of think it's gross you know <laughs> when, it's we, like, when we kiss yeah but yeah. uh but, but that's normal i mean i, yeah, I can't imagine is. if they go to school and they and someone comes up to them and says hey your mom makes pornos you know what they're gonna say but the important thing about porn is that it's not only us having to have the conversation as porn is one click away for everyone today, and the average age of exposure to porn, to strong pornography, which is the one that is on the tubes, it's starting to be close to eight years old. Wow. Uh, therefore, uh, we suggest, because we don't have a problem talking with our girls, because we're informed what pornography is, how it works, why is good, what is good, what is bad, they will be well aware. Uh, we created the pornconversation.org, which is a nonprofit project, because parents have no clue today how to talk with their kids. It's a website online. If you're a parent or an educator, you can go online and you can check out different resources. Oh, there wow. are a few PDF guides that you can download from the, for if different your kids group are ages. You know, from different ages group, group ages. Yeah. Because obviously you don't talk to a kid that's eight or nine the same way as you would talk to a kid that's 15 or, or 16. Yeah. yeah, I can see why you guys don't have that much sex. You are doing way too much. <laughs> <laughs> Like, Who said that not we having that much working, sex? Working okay, a lot, working okay, a lot. Now we have to go home we ha- we and have, have to- sex. <laughs> sorry, sorry <laughs> guys. <laughs> we run out of time. We, we gotta need end to this have early. sex now. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So how do people find your work if they want to follow you guys? Uh, through uh, through erikaluz.com. Erika with a K. Erika with a K. It's important. L-U-S-T. Lust, right? Erika Lust. It's the cutest thing to hear you say. Lust. Erika Lust. I'm Swedish. I'm Swedish. I'm Sweden. You know, it's Lust. Oh, yeah. okay. It's yeah, the yeah. Same did last, did you make up that name or is that really your name? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I took it. I took it. I had another name. But, but you know, I thought that it was such a beautiful word, last. And one of my first uh, erotic boutiques that I visited when I was a, a young girl was called Lust. So I kind of in Copenhagen took it from there. Oh, but Erika is her real name. Ah, yeah. cool. Yeah, gotcha. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Should we do it Patreon? If if you guys are willing to stick around for another ten minutes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, we, I would love to hear about the future of porn and where you think it we're going. We're going to we're going to. <laughs> My a, mother hates that idea. Uh, the future of no, porn. I was like, that is Wait. so boring. <laughs> I'm very I excited to get about into th- their sex lives and all this other uh, good stuff. No, <laughs> I, I, like I, I wanted all the details. The future is bright, but let, let's keep it simple. The future is bright because there's a new generation of performers and filmmakers yeah. thinking it cannot be just the same old uh, thing it's actually boring time. okay wait, yeah. well, let's wait for the patreon okay, bonus okay. episode thank you very thank much you for coming so much on. you guys i'm so happy both of you came on thank you for having us thank we love this this is great this is so educational and funny yes and please you know watch the films and at least and come, come online and watch the trailers i, I want to watch see what I, it looks like i want to include myself on one of your your sets i want to see what goes on write <laughs> write a confession include myself what does that yeah, mean let's let's <laughs> think that she's going to write a confession i'll oh write a confession that's a way to start oh yeah just uh, do not specify that it's your confession in the, in the actual movie because i don't want to yeah. Come across the film. Censored. Saying, I just don't want to see this. This one was inspired by Karen uh, Karen Lee Potter's idea. No, it's an anonymous. She, she, you have to be anonymous but when you, you can confess. Choose, oh, good, you can go, choose go, go, your go. own name, or you can pick any name oh. you want to. Oh, I, I gotta think of that. Karen Lee Lust. How's that? God damn, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Hey 
guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.